The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. 15, 64, 50, 80, 90, 90, 90. Hey, you guys. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Welcome to a very Brady podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Tack. And with me, as always, is the other host of the show, Jimmy Klein. Uh, hello, hello. Hi. <laughs> and on this podcast, we celebrate classic iconic TV shows as we break them down one episode at a time. What we do here, Jimmy, as you know. Oh, yeah. We take the episode. We do. We break it down. Especially after Thanksgiving. <laughs> we take our son's only useful hand-me-down item from his dead father and sell it to buy a dress. All for you, the listener. Wow, okay. On today's episode, we take a look at Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, and this is going to be mm. part one of two. <laughs> if you haven't watched this special, please feel free to stop the podcast and go watch it before continuing. You don't have to, but it might be a hell of a lot more funny if you do. Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas is available to stream on Peacock. I'm sorry, my, I think my, my headphones are messing up. Peak what? Oh, sorry. Cock. Okay, okay. Okay, good, good. So, how was your yeah. week? How was your Thanksgiving? Good. How was your Thanksgiving? I asked you first. This, oh, smoke and mirrors aside, this is the day after Thanksgiving when we're recording this. Yeah, yeah. So, so how was your Thanksgiving? Pretty good, not too shabby. Stayed at home and uh, cooked with just me and my son, and uh, then went over to the families and hung out over there. And that's cool. Said hi to everybody. How about you? I did something completely different this year. I went to my in laws. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's that's not... sarcasm because I go there every, every <laughs> yeah. year. Um, but yeah, I walk in and uh, and Megan's mom hands me a uh, an envelope. So I'm like, okay, and I look and it says "Happy Birthday, Jimmy!" on because my birthday is this coming Wednesday. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I open it up and she gave me a gift card for Amazon, okay. not just Amazon uh, for Amazon Prime. <laughs> oh, nice. You made me do that solo. I didn't so know you were going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and I ordered the most old man thing I've ever ordered in my life. Hmm. What's, what's some typical old man thing that you would order when you're an old man? Um, khaki shorts with black socks. You wear those when you use this. <laughs> um, depending on what century, a monocle? No, it's not. It's not depend. No. What? It's not depends. No. I didn't say depends. Yeah, you said depending. Like, so like, oh. no, <laughs> I won't be depending. Um <laughs> but that's a good. That was a good one, though. Yeah, a metal detector. Oh, you don't need one of those. I can tell you if it's metal or not. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just clinking on something. If it clanks, then it's metal. <laughs> well, plus I listen to metal. I'll tell you, if it's metal. If it, like, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, like Metallica. That's metal. <laughs> Slipknot. That's metal. Whitney Houston. Not metal. Some people don't know that. So you don't need a detector. Just go in the search bar. It's at the top of Apple Music. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, I ordered a metal detector. A metal detector? Are you mm. going to take it to the beach? And <laughs> I don't know. That's what I started thinking about after I ordered it. I was like, what am, what am, where am I going to go? To the beach where all the thousand other old men walk around with their fucking metal detectors? Like, You can walk around with like <clears throat> headphones on with it and then mm-hmm. like like 
Poindexter when he was down in Miami, and and then Hit you'll discover. The <laughs> and then you'll discover another medical de- metal detector, and you'd be like, "Cool, maybe, maybe I'll be rich. Oh, Probably maybe not, find a like a pot of gold. Maybe I'll find a, a like a '57 Chevy. Do you think? Maybe I'll bring a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. So yeah. So I, I, I had one when I was a kid. But it was yeah. one of those like shitty little toy ones, and it couldn't really detect anything more than like two or three inches below the surface, so it wasn't mm. very good. <clears throat> but this one, according to the guys on the forum, is you know it's it's the best one you can get without spending a shit ton of money. So that's what I got. Hmm. Boom. Hmm. It's actually interesting. I've never used a metal detector like ever. Hmm. That's weird. Um, how's that weird? Because um, I'm old. Was that an old joke? That's fucked yeah. up. You're almost 50. <laughs> Whoa, I am not almost 50. I'm almost really? 48. <laughs> <laughs> Which is close to 50. Oh, whatever. But uh, <laughs> so if, if, if somebody gave you money and yeah. they gave you $48, yeah. better yet, if somebody gave you a bunch of change and it came up to 48 cents. Okay. And somebody said, hey, about how much money did they give you? You would say, I'm not, not 48 cents. I'm about 50 cents. Fair enough. Fair enough. There you go. <laughs> hmm. But. I'm be 49. Yeah. Damn. You're almost 50. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Hmm. That's frightening. I remember when, I remember when I turned 31. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I turned 31. I was like, well, I'm getting old. And you said to me, hey, you're no longer 30. Now you're in your 30s. And yeah. that kind of hit home for me. I was like, whoa. <laughs> now I'd kill to be like, if, if I could pick any age, any age in the entire world to just stay at forever, I would pick 31. Right. It's a perfect hmm. age because you're not too young and you're not too old. Right. You're right, right there in the middle to, to the point where you're not a kid, but you are still a kid. Mm-hmm. But then also you're kind of old enough to where like people can respect you still. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm okay with my age. I've never had a problem getting older. That's because you're married with kids and all that. Well, probably because I've had gray hair since fucking high school. <laughs> no, it's just that you're, you've been married for like a hundred years and you don't have yeah. to impress anybody new ever again. It's true. I don't know. <laughs> See, I'm still young and I'm single. Did I say young? Wow. I meant to say I'm say, still. No, 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 you're almost 50. Damn. I'm single. <laughs> and uh, I'm alone. And, you know, it's like I still have a potential mate to snag and impress. And uh, so yeah. you have to kind of stay on top of your game still. You can relax like long ago, like 10 years ago. You could just, I'm, yeah, I'm all set. I'm getting comfy now. <laughs> but see, like, <clears throat> I mean, there's, there's single people at all ages. You know what I mean? There's people that are in their seventies that get married. You know what I mean? So I don't think age has a whole lot to do with it. Who's saying anything about getting married? I'm just saying, like, even finding a mate, like, I don't think age, I think age is irrelevant. It's not the 1800s where you had to get married young and stay with them until you die. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not like that anymore. There's people our age that are single. Yeah. And they're called, like, old maids or, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the whole lot of people my age that are single. 
Um, and that's what makes dating around my age hard. Yeah, especially when you go on a date and all they do is bitch about their ex-husband. Oh, <laughs> I was like, who are you talking about? Sounds like a personal that story. That sounds oddly specific. Oh. I should know what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that was a date I went on. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> ladies, ladies, if you're, if you're um, more mature, we'll say, if you're on the more mature side <laughs> and you go on a date, nobody wants to hear about your asshole ex-husband. Like, we, we don't. <laughs> ladies I'm, I'm pretty sure i'm speaking for you too like nobody you go on a date with wants to hear about your your asshole ex so i'm I mean, just, just my service announcement it's okay i mean don't get, girls are gonna argue about this unless i say this guys do it too um and it's okay to mention like on a first date and you go <clears> oh yeah like my ex used to blah 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 it's okay to mention that that's fine or maybe mm. a story or two it's okay you know, especially See, I wouldn't if you even do that. Like, but then again, I'm putting it in the context of like either a blind date or a date with somebody that you don't really know that well. If you're going out with a friend, that's different. If it's somebody you've been friends with for years and you already know a lot about them, okay, then you're 100% you're right. But if it's right. somebody that you're you're either on a blind date with or it's somebody that like maybe you've seen around work but you've never talked to, don't bring up your ex. I don't want to hear it. Well, I mean, like I was saying, it's okay to do it once, maybe twice for story purposes, right, but right. not the whole date yeah. talking yeah. about their ex and how like, cool, hey, you've been to a concert, yeah. Are. My ex brought me into one, you know, that kind of thing, yeah. And that's when you'll say, "Well, I guess guess who's not taking to a concert ever? Me." <laughs> or I guess you can go fucking fucking find your ex, and maybe they'll take mm -hmm. you one. <laughs> Excuse me, why I put this other ticket on Facebook Marketplace? <laughs> because <laughs> i had two tickets to paradise i don't anymore yeah <sighs> if you're just joining us this is dating with tack and jimmy <laughs> i mean we're not dating i'm married but you know we're talking about it. oh see i told nobody wants to be with me at this age you don't even want to be with me but you, that, that you, was mean, you clarified like pretty quickly. You're like, uh, first of all, uh, you and I are not dating. Okay. Well, that's because people went to high school with for the past 30 years. I thought we were dating. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, uh, which I'm pretty sure I brought this up to you before, but um, I know you don't watch the show Scrubs, but it's really funny. And, I've tried, uh, I watched season one, but it was like, I watched, I started watching it. It was either season two or three where it started to get kind of lame. And I'm like, eh, this is kind of dumb now. Well, you know, like um, the two guys, uh, yeah, the black dude, you know, they're like besties or whatever, and they were talking about um, when they have kids one day, mm -hmm. and uh, Donald Faison, the black guy, he's saying something about, well, the way we're going to raise our kids is blah blah blah, and then um, Zach, whatever makes a joke like you say our kids like we're married, like you and I are married, <laughs> and then he goes, come on, we're kind of married. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought it was funny at your 20 year reunion where it was somebody, I can't remember who it was. They were just like, <laughs> where's Jimmy? <laughs> you're like, he's, he's over there taking pictures right now. And they're like, Oh, okay. That was All Rochelle. Right. I, know here. <laughs> um, I think she was asking because I think she legitimately heard that you were coming. So, Oh, uh, um, she probably heard me. <laughs> oh, never mind. I don't know what that means. Like, never mind. It's a coming joke. Like, she heard I was coming. Like, no, she heard me. <laughs> never mind. It's a dumb joke. 
That was Rochelle she- Sea Grapes. <laughs> sea Grapes. <laughs> so anyway, so we're doing Emma on a Jug Man Christmas. What's your history with this special Christmas special? Uh, this is... It looks vaguely familiar, but this is the first time. I think this is the first time I've seen it. If you have to think, then it might as well be. Yeah. So did you watch the whole thing or did you only watch up into the part where we're doing tonight? I only watched the part where we're doing. Oh, damn. So you have no idea what's coming up. That's so crazy. Nope. <laughs> I was watching this. This is probably my 400th time watching it because I watched it as a kid growing up. This is originally for HBO. And uh, which kind of surprised me, it's not like on Max or anything. But no, is this HBO song? Oh, oh yeah, I was gonna say, is this Chips again? <laughs> <laughs> That's not Chips. It's HBO. You knew what was coming up when you heard that. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a great song. Hell you yeah, always get so excited. <laughs> it might be horror. It might be funny. We don't know. We won't find out until now. <laughs> anyway, um, so I was watching this and I was thinking like, what year is this supposed to be? <laughs> so if you had to 1800s? guess, you'd think so, right? Because you're yeah. like, okay, look at the way they live and the way they talk and the way they do things. It's like, like this is like Little House in the Prairie times. But then there's cars they're in the music oh, store. Yeah. There's electric guitars. There's like basses. That's there's true. Like, yeah. It's like, huh? So hmm. is this the seventies? I don't know. Uh-huh. Maybe it's like kind of like in Louisiana where you have those people that's been living in the same shack for like three generations. Maybe it's <laughs> like that. that. But I mean, they, they do say they're poor. So <clears throat> yeah. All right. Well, this is where we take our first break. Okay. And when we come back, we're gonna break down some Emmett. Oh, Marty! Sorry, break it down. <laughs> And uh, we're really going to get into this. So um, I guess we'll be back. Oh, I think I think I might have pulled a muscle on that one. Well, yeah, I mean, you shouldn't have tried to land it that way, especially with, you know, a position like that. Yeah, well, you know, I thought that I could... What What the? Uh, yeah, I think I found it. Thanks, Herpy. Oh, whatever. Hey, you guys tacking Jimmy? Uh, um, yeah? Um, are you a... Reindeer, yes. Let's get over it. Yeah, I'm a reindeer. You good? I should be sleeping, but instead I'm out trying to find you two slime balls. <laughs> Dak, he said balls. <laughs> Jimmy, this is this is not the time for this. Now, why exactly are we slime balls? <laughs> you said it too. Slimy balls. Jimmy, see, okay. Because you're the ones that gave Santa and that elf the idea about that website. Now people are ordering all their Christmas presents from them, and nothing will be left for Santa to bring. Which means I'm out of a job. Fun.com? Why would you be out of a job? Santa still needs to deliver the toys and all the elves will still be on duty. (laughs) You said duty. (laughs) Elf duty. Jimmy. Knock it off. Seriously. All right. Sorry. So, wait. (laughs) 
people order stuff from online all the time. I mean, even Santa does it. Right. But now everyone is doing it on fun.com. <laughs> you said no, that. No, no, we're not doing that. They won't have any reason to ask Santa for anything. No Santa letters, no toys to deliver. Then your friend here is in a petting zoo. Well, let's just relax. Everybody just take a moment. Let's take a beat. Okay? I'm sure it's not that bad. Let's everybody just take a breath. <sighs> now, Mr. Reindeer, have you been on fun.com? Yeah, they have a ton of items to offer. Items from anime to horror to gaming to NFL, whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's great. So great. I'll be on the cold. But, like, you know, like you're reindeer and... Aren't you always in the cold? Right? I mean, it is the North Pole. Will you two focus? How can we get people to forget about Fun.com? Are you serious? Fun.com is great. You should give it a try. See, look at their assortment of reindeer games. Grinch Clue, Christmas Trivia, Elf Monopoly. Okay, I've never heard of those before. I'll give me that much. But that doesn't mean everything is fine. Okay, so check this out. They have slippers for, you know, whatever you're a fan of. Look, Michael Myers, Care Bears, Jack Skellington, Mr. Potato Head. Jimmy, he has hooves. Oh, right. Okay, so you get two pairs. Oh, jeez. But they do have collectibles. Look, Back to the Future, DC Comics, Disney, Game of Thrones. Oh, no, thank you. No, no, no. I'm still getting over season eight. Oh, wait. Did you just say Back to the Future? Yeah, just look around. You'll see how great it is. Yeah, they, I mean, they really do have something for everybody. Okay. I can totally see what the fuss is all about. I'm sorry, you guys. I, I guess I just overreacted, and I've been, actually been doing that a lot lately. And uh, uh, Vixen kind of has been giving me the old what for about it. And, you know, it's it's been really rough. Boy, is my face red. Well, your nose is anyways. Ha <laughs> ha! Jimmy, that's Rudolph. Oh, right. So wait, which one are you? I'm Prancer. Being a reindeer ain't what it used to be, I tell you what. Aw, Prancy. Can I call you Prancy? Are you kidding? Then why does Fun.com sell reindeer costumes for adults and kids? Yeah, Prancy, and not just for Rudolph either. Hey, they do, and don't call me Prancy. Well, I, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm sorry. Oh, Herpy Waffle Iron was right. You guys are all right after all. Hey, we're just spreading the word, man. Yeah. But, okay, since you're here, okay, how does the whole flying thing work? Ooh, yeah. Yeah. And does Rudolph's nose keep anyone up at night? Right. And, okay, where did you come up with the name Prancer? Ooh, good one, Jimmy. Dance, dance, revolution. I'm the best in the North Pole. Wow. Who would have thought? Hmm. Well, thank you, gentlemen. If I hurry back now, I can still get some sleep before the big night. More dancing? No. Christmas. More dancing, this guy. This guy, more dancing. Is he always like this? You get used to it. Well, have a happy and safe holiday season, and thank you for everything. See you later. Bye-bye. Dude, he kind of... He kind of smelled like candy canes. Wait. Ew.
are back. Oh man, that oh. was that was that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Well, I liked I mean, it the way you, you tucked underneath, trying to make it look like a beaver tail. That's pretty good. <laughs> kind of like a little bit, not really. It, it looked like one where like it got like maybe cut off, like ran over by a car, and then it started to grow back, but it couldn't grow back the right way, and so it's like a little nub coming out. That's it. Kind of looked like that. So we have Hannah's <laughs> <Jack Man> Christmas. <laughs> this is part one of two. <laughs> Facts about the episode. Uh, first aired in 1977. Damn. Mm-hmm. It was written by Lillian Hoban, Russell Hoban, and Jerry Jewell. It was directed mm. by Jim Henson. Do you think Jerry Jewell, do you think he calls his family the family jewels? Uh, of course he does. Yeah. And how Why could you not? He? With a name like that? It's awesome. <laughs> According to IMDb, the story of Emma Otter's Jagman Christmas is loosely based on the short story, Gift of the Magi, written by O. Henry in 1905. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also actually was also a book, a children's book written by somebody I forget. So, okay. <clears throat> um, the scene where the drum rolls past Emmett and Ma Otter outside the music store the scene took over 200 takes, actually 233 takes to be exact, to get it right. In 2020, Frank Oz wrote in a tweet about how much fun he and Jerry Nelson had doing the takes. It's also available on YouTube to watch all those outtakes, and it is hilarious. Why did it take so long? So, like, do you remember that scene where they stand up front and then the kick drum rolls out yeah. of the store? Well, Jim Henson wanted it specifically... To roll out and then do like a and hit the fire hydrant, whatever, and then do like a one. He was trying to do like a dude perfect kind of thing. Like <laughs> Yeah. And and so they tested it. <clears throat> I watched this in a documentary today. Mm-hmm. They tested it and they're like, well, let's see if it'll do it. And they did it, and it did it perfectly the first test. <laughs> but they weren't <laughs> filming then. That's awesome. And so it took 233 takes. To get what you see on the screen now. And it was Damn. the closest thing they can get. And they were like, good enough. And I feel like it added nothing. Like, I don't think it. <laughs> I don't really think it added anything. But, okay. right. <laughs> but if you watch those outtakes, and it's really funny because you had Frank Oz playing Ma. And then you okay. had um, Jerry Nelson, who does, you know, Emmett. And they're just riffing as all the outtakes are gone because they're underneath puppeteering and doing the voices and stuff. And yeah. um, so they like a riff with all the like outtakes and all the bloopers and stuff like that. And it's so funny. <laughs> anyway, anyway. I like it when I like it when the Muppets like have a potty mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, a long time ago, I remember seeing Rolf on the tonight show. Right. And he was, <laughs> can't remember what he said, but I just remember him saying a line, something like, yeah, I like to get all the bitches or something like that. And I was like, that's awesome. I've seen like outtakes. I want to say I've seen outtakes where like Kermit like like drops the F-bomb or something. Maybe I'm wrong, but I thought. Well, I think in this, um, in the outtakes that I was just talking about, I think there is a couple of cussing ones too. They should should do a a Muppet movie that's rated R. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that would be be that one with Melissa McCarthy. It's and uh, Sarah Silverman. <laughs> Gotta have Sarah Silverman in it too. <laughs> well, there's a movie with Melissa McCarthy. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought yeah. this. I thought you were making it up. Okay. No, it's um, 
it's kind of like from Roger Rabbit, but instead of okay. tunes, it's puppets. It's not <clears throat> Muppet related by any stretch. It's just random puppets. So like puppets are people. Oh. And there's yeah. like a murder and like she's a detective and her partner's a Muppet. And then they have to solve a murder, a Muppet mur- puppet murder. Sorry. And there's a lot of like, it's like radar basically. Hmm. Yeah. Right. I just want to hear Big Bird say something like, want to see why they call me Big Bird? <laughs> I don't know. That should be funny. Like. <laughs> Anywho, the song, When the River Meets the Sea, was one of the songs performed at Jim Henson's funeral. Wow. Yeah. It's actually one of the best songs in the whole uh, show so, or whatever. So I take it Mama and Emmett are still alive? Um, I, I think mean, so. If they performed at his funeral, I mean. Well, I don't think they, oh, you did say performed. I don't mm-hmm. know if they performed it, but somebody performed it, so. Hmm. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but I think so. Frank Oz is still alive, so. During the filming, Frank Oz provided both the puppeteering and voice for Ma Otter. Later, Marilyn Sokol's voice was dubbed over Oz's. Interesting. And that, sorry, a little fun fact I learned about the documentary today. So this Marilyn Sokol, um, she does the voice of Ma and all that, and does all the singing for her and everything. And um, they tried to get her to do the puppeteering. But <laughs> she's like, she was saying in an interview, she's like, I tried but I, I can't do it <laughs> she's like yeah. she's like I, I don't have the kind of coordination because you have to sit underneath and look at a monitor and you have to do mm-hmm. move your hand just right and she's like I just don't have the coordination I couldn't do it and like and everybody at Jim Henson and all them were so polite they never once told me that I was doing it wrong or that <laughs> I can't do it <laughs> but they just said that we're just gonna have you dub in your voice <laughs> So Frank Oz does all the puppeteering. And when you see the outtakes, it's Frank Oz doing like a woman's voice. And then she just dubs <laughs> over it later in post. But So I anyway. guess you could say that's so cool. <laughs> Truly a gift. <laughs> and also this last little fun fact I thought was kind of cool. Amy Poehler states that Emma Otter's Jugman Christmas is her favorite Christmas special. Isn't that nice? Interesting. Yeah. Why not the Star Wars Christmas special? Yeah, we don't talk about that. But see, what's funny about it is last year, I was looking around on YouTube for just Christmas stuff. I just looked up just Christmas specials, mm-hmm. and the Star Wars one came up. So I'm yeah. like, nobody ever took because my wife is a huge Star Wars fan, and I know you are. I'm like, why doesn't anybody talk about this? So I started watching it. Oh, my God. And that's one of the only Star Wars things I could get through and not kind of be bored and everything. It was just... It what? was so bad. Like it was fascinating. Yeah, it's like it's why? Terrible. What would possess them to do that? It's awesome because I love movies that are so bad it's good, and that tops it. Like that's great. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. It's awesome. It's so embarrassing. Just seeing like uh, uh, Chewbacca's family and stuff, and I don't <laughs> yeah. know. It's just awesome. I was expecting like Uncle Darth to come walking in and bring the kids presents or something. It was just so bad. And they were celebrating Life Day. And well, even when like, um, you know, the people from the movie came in, you could tell it was just the actors. It wasn't really like <laughs> they weren't in character by any stretch of the imagination. It was just like, you know. Yeah. And then like Mark Hamill was on it. And then when you see him, you're like, he looks weird. He looks different. And you can't figure out why. <laughs> no, this was really strange. That's funny. Yeah. Cause that, that's, I've, so I've seen the Star Wars Christmas special. Yeah. Well, it's impressive. I haven't seen all the Star Wars movies, but I saw the Christmas <laughs> special. 
Could you imagine if like somebody was like, I've seen Star Wars, and the only thing you've seen is the, the holiday special? <laughs> like that was it was good. It was kind of stupid, but it was good. Like all you've seen is a holiday special, and that's your reaction. <laughs> all right. So, are you ready to fade in? I am ready to fade in. All right, Jimmy. Well, guess what? What's that? We're gonna fade in. Okay. Scene one. Mm. Our story begins with none other than Kermit the Frog Mm. riding a bicycle through a wintry countryside along a riverbank. Kermit says, Hi, it's Kermit the Frog. (laughs) And I'm here to tell you the story about Emmett Otters. But then Kermit is interrupted as he runs into a sign and flips over his handlebars onto the ground. (laughs) Which I've done that before. Kermit shakes it off and says, Oh, that's um, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Sheesh, it's a good thing I didn't damage the sign here. Kermit looks up and shows a sign that reads Watermill in one direction and Frogtown Hollow in another. Kermit goes on, uh, you'll notice that the points the way to Frogtown Hollow. That's where Emmett and his ma live. Just then, a loud engine is heard along the hoots and hollers. Kermit says, somebody's coming. Mm. Wow. Weird sounds to make. <laughs> How does he know that? Must be a frog thing. It's like that. Did I ever tell you that Michael Jackson joke? That narrows it down. I, I, one of the late night talk show hosts did it, and it's always stuck with me because I thought it was funny because I didn't see it. Oh, I, 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 I think I have heard this before, but I remember <laughs> it. I thought it was funny. Go ahead. <laughs> they said when Michael Jackson has an orgasm, he lets yeah. out a really high pitched squeal, and it's <laughs> so loud that Lisa Marie can hear it in her room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's awesome oh rest in peace yeah. lisa marie <laughs> uh, just then an old convertible hot rod pulls up with a malicious group full of characters inside the car comes to a stop and we see a bear with sunglasses and a sleeveless jean jacket driving a snake in the back seat says hey look it's a frog In the passenger seat, we see a weasel that is dressed like an artist. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As he says. Now that's a toad. Frogs ain't that ugly. Right, Chuck? Kermit says, hey, now wait a minute, you guys. Then a fish that's in the back trunk in water says, hey, Chuck, you see anything you like? Chuck, the bear in the driver's seat, says in a deep, raspy voice, how about the scarf? The fish says, you got it, and then throws out a fishing line and snags Kermit's scarf and rips it off of him. The gang all laughs as they drive <laughs> off, but then throw Kermit's scarf into a tree as they drive away. Kermit, still sitting on the ground under the sign, says, um, that was a bunch known as the River Bottom Gang, and unfortunately, you're going to be seeing more of them, too. Because like Mon Emmett, they're all part of Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Mm. When I lived in Illinois, they had gangs, and that's exactly what they did. They would roll up on you and... 
Yeah, they roll up on you and take your scarf with a fishing pole and throw it in a tree and laugh and drive off. It happened to me all the time. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Why why would he decide to ride a bike with those thin of tires? They're like 10 speed tires <laughs> in that soft of dirt. Like what would make him think that's a good idea? Well, maybe he didn't really have a choice. He could have he could have swam. He's a frog. Like <laughs> <laughs> or hopped. Yeah. Because he's a frog. Hmm. Anyway, I thought hmm. it was impressive how they did the whole Kermit riding a bike thing. That's hmm. kind of neat. Hanson yeah. and all that. Cool. Scene two. Next, we see Ma and Emmett rowing down the river singing a song about a fat grandma and her uh, very large swimsuit. <laughs> <laughs> and all the uses people could use <laughs> for it after she died. Seriously. <laughs> it's hmm. a great little song. It's fun. Now she has gone, now she has left us, left with sweet memories, and left with something more. We've made curtains, and handkerchiefs, and clothing for the poor, from the one bathing suit that your grandma Otter wore, from the one bathing suit that As the pair sing and row down the river, they happen upon Emmett's friend, Wendell, who is a porcupine and fishing on a dock. Wendell shouts, oh, hi, Emmett. I'm fishing. What are you doing? Emmett shouts back, delivering laundry and going to Waterville. See you, Wendell. Mon Emmett continue to sing. Once the song is done, Emmett says, Say Ma. And she goes, Ma. <laughs> no. <laughs> Emmett says, Say Ma. That sounded pretty nice. Ma says, Nice. I should say it did, Emmett. Why, you can hear the fish applauding. Emmett says, I think you're right. Maybe I should pass the hat. Ma says, Pa used to say, If you pass the hat to fish, all you get is a wet hat. <laughs> they both just laugh. <laughs> Cheap fish. <laughs> <laughs> but then Ma gets serious and then says, still, I suppose the fish have about as much money as any of us this year. Hmm. Emmett says, couldn't have much less. Jesus. After a few moments of silence, Emmett continues to row and then says, Ma, what are we going to do about Christmas this year? Ma, trying to change the subject, says, oh, better lean into that starboard or there's old Gretchen Fox on her dock waiting for her laundry. Oh, she looks friendly as a polecat. Oh, she looks friendly as a polecat today. Sorry, this is such weird verbiage. This is this is, <laughs> this is Andy Griffith all over again. It's it awesome. is. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm having the best time. <laughs> oh god. That song is like so messed up though. <laughs> Talking about it is, Dick it? oh, it's so funny though. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that's a Metallica song. I think I heard them singing that once <laughs> in one of the concerts. Um I think the song should have been about fifteen minutes longer. Yeah. <laughs> it actually originally Just, was. They actually in this new cut they added on like a third verse, which wasn't oh, in the original. So I mean, then I'm like, seriously, they're still singing? Really? There's actually a fourth um, verse that they cut out. <laughs> why serious. are they so obsessed with their grandmother's bathing suit? What do you mean? Who's obsessed? 
Well, they're singing a song about their grandmother's bathing suit. Why are they so obsessed with their grandmother's bathing suit? <laughs> because she was so big. You know, like when she died, <laughs> they made okay. curtains and handkerchiefs and clothing for the poor. Ooh. All from that one bathing suit your grandma Otter wore. Okay. It's amazing how much Emmett sounds like Kermit's cousin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also Gobo from Fraggle Rock. That's weird. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Scene three. As they pull up to the dock, we see Gretchen Fox dressed in a fancy dress. Ooh. Gretchen walks up with some snooty toot and says, well, it's about time you got here. Ma says, same time we always get here. Gretchen <laughs> says... Yeah, you're late every fucking week. Ooh, damn. Which doesn't make any sense because it's the same time every week. You know, anyway. And last week when I opened the laundry parcel, there was a scorch mark on one of the sheets. Ma's surprised to hear that. Says, oh, well, maybe I can knock a little off the price. Ma hands Gretchen her laundry for the week. As Gretchen says, you certainly shall. Remind me of that when I pay you next week. Ta- as Gretchen walks off, Ma says, well, I got the bill right here. And since it's three days till Christmas, I'd really appreciate it if you'd. But then realizes Gretchen has gone inside. Then mm. he continues to say, fall off the dock. Ooh, Emma just laughs and says, way to go, Ma. Ma just chuckles and says, yeah, well, sometimes you got to talk tough to these people. And then, and then her and Emma are bo- Emmett are both like, yeah, she fought. I was like, bitch, fall in the water. So what are you talking like, about? Yeah, bitch, fall in the water like my mom said. Okay. Like, I'm going to do that. Oh, okay, probably shit because you're yeah. shitty ass ass. <laughs> I was like, oh, you will fucking pay you next time. <laughs> next time I'm going to spit on it. <laughs> As they begin to row away, we see a possum sitting on the bank fishing. He says, Yep, that's telling her, Alice. Ma says, <laughs> I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> Bring you back an oldie, man. Nice. Yeah, right. Now, Ma says, Morning, Will Possum. I didn't see you sitting there. Will says, Well, that's okay, Alice. Listen, you got anything to barter with today? Ma says, ooh, glad you asked. Just knitted up a fine pair of wool socks. <laughs> Will Possum says, great. I got a few big old pumpkins. Ma says, pumpkins, huh? I can make them into pies and sell them at a profit. Will says, well, they're in the garden right over here. Will walks off to fetch the pumpkins. Hmm. Moments later, down the river, Emmett continues to row with Ma. Two pumpkins now sit in the boat. Ma says, if you were a normal beaver and as fast as, oh, geez. If you were a normal beaver and as fast at swimming as that their speedo torpedo was, we wouldn't be rowing this boat. I would definitely let him have my two pumpkins and not the ones in the boat either. Go RHS. That's disgusting, Ty. <laughs> Why would you put that in there, man? That's, that's a puppet, man. That's not real. It's somebody's hand. <laughs> Emmett says, can you make much money on those pies, Ma? Ma says, oh, about enough to buy wool for another pair of socks, I guess. Emmett laughs and says, good thinking, Ma. Now you can knit more socks to buy more pumpkins to sell more pies to buy more wool. <laughs> Ma just laughs and says, I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> well, damn. 
<laughs> she says, all right, smart ass. All right. You better <laughs> lean into those oars or we'll never get to Waterville. Hmm. <clears throat> so. So, wait, nobody has any money yet. She's going to. But that dude's just giving away pumpkins. Well, no, he's, he's not giving them away. He's trading it for socks. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It seems like he could have easily sold them instead. But anyways, um, aren't they beavers? Why are they running in a boat? Beavers? No, they're otters. Emmett otter. Oh, they're otters. Well, still otters like swim and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. So why are they running in a boat? <laughs> this is that. You know, otters also don't talk and wear clothes, right? <laughs> well, this maybe is called you don't suspension know. of disbelief, Jimmy. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> but um that set always impresses me. I don't know why. Yeah, it's, it's pretty it's decent. A really set. Good set. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's funny because you can clearly tell when it switches to a miniature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Scene four. Meanwhile in Waterville. <laughs> the river bottom gang drive through town recklessly, crashing into a fruit stand. The snake in the back shouts out, Stop! Then the car comes to a screeching halt. The weasel sitting in the passenger seat says, hey, this car is automatic. <laughs> it's systematic. But it's is it hydro- hydromatic? <laughs> no, don't say it. It would have been awesome if they did that. <laughs> what did you do that for? Me and Chuck's going to lunch. We don't want to stop, right, Chuck? Chuck cries out in pain as the snake has wrapped himself around Chuck's neck. He says, ah, my neck. The snake says, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The snake releases his grip as the toad says, hey, there's a music store over there and snake needs a new string for his guitar. Chuck, not liking being touched by a snake, turns back to the snake and says in a deep voice, get off my shoulders. The snake in a panic says, I'm going, I'm going. Jeez, I fella should be grateful. He's got shoulders. Mm -hmm. The toad says, come on, guys, let's go in the store. The weasel says, are you crazy? Me and Chuck don't want to go in some dumb music store. Chuck calmly says, I'd like to. (laughs) The others all agree. (laughs) That's where they want to go as they get out of the car. Mm -hmm. The fish who's in water in the trunk says, I'll stay here. It's too dry in there. (laughs) Just then the seller of the fruit stand runs up and says, hey, you, you young rag scamps. (laughs) (laughs) You just messed up my fruit stand. The fish says, oh, so sorry. He then spits water into the vendor's face. The vendor just wipes his face as the rest of the gang enter the music store. (laughs) Hmm. Why why wouldn't they want to go into a music store? I mean, they're musicians. Uh, (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. We don't want to go into some dumb store. Like, dude, don't you play guitar? (laughs) Yeah. At home. (laughs) Okay. What am I, Jimmy Klein? <laughs> What's funny is I don't buy a whole lot of guitars in actual music stores. I buy them all online. Yeah. Um, but it kind of it kind of hurt a little bit when you the fell scene. from heaven. Oh no! The, this <laughs> this scene it kind of hurt to see a snake of all things. Yeah. Talk shit about a music store. <laughs> that's fucked up. Those are your two passions. Yeah, that's messed up. <laughs> no, the snake wanted to go to the music store. Oh, okay. I was gonna say that's like, do you want to save your kid or your puppy? Like, well, <laughs> <laughs> he's the one that said stop. 
And then the Tobe was like, hey, Snake needs a new string for his guitar. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So that's good then. Scene five. Moments later, Ma and Emmett are now in Waterville. As they walk through town, Emmett asks, is that all the errands we have to do? Ma says, no, but it's the end of the money we have to do them with. Emmett says, we might as well head to the river then. Ma says, wait now, Emmett. Didn't Sam Turtle pay for fixing his steps yesterday? <laughs> Emmett says, in a sad tone, uh, no. I was the one who broke him. God damn it, are you fucking with me? <laughs> Ma says, Oh, Emmett, you with your odd jobs and me with my socks and pumpkins. No wonder we're so rich. Emmett says, oh, we'll make out. Ew. Ma says, well, it has been a while since your pa died. <laughs> Boy, did he, did he love this beaver. And she points out a crotch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you were to I thought it was a, a beaver. I thought there were beavers. I really did. It's okay. A lot of people get confused from Emmett Otter. <laughs> I thought that was just his last name. <laughs> it is. <laughs> like Smith. <sighs> now, Emmett goes on and says, you got to have faith, Ma. Ma says, well, I've got plenty of faith. I spent all those years married to a snake oil salesman, didn't I? <laughs> Emmett says, well, Pa should have gotten rich on snake oil, but there just aren't enough. But then Ma joins in on the quote, too, and says, enough people who want to oil a snake. They both just laugh. <laughs> Emmett says, oh, Paul used to always say that when business was bad. Ma says, yep. He said it a lot. <laughs> I mean, like a lot. So ever since the beginning of time, dads have had lame jokes. That's what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. As they continue to walk down the sidewalk, they happen to the music store. Emmett spots a guitar in display window, much like Jimmy does, and says, wait now, would you look at that? Ma says, what? Emmett says, the only fucking thing in the display window, the only thing I'm literally looking at, <laughs> that swell guitar with the mother of pearl inlays too. Now, Ma, that's what you can get me for Christmas. Ma sarcastically says, oh, sure, after all, it's only $40. Just then, <laughs> rock music is heard coming from inside the store. Ma says, say, what is that racket, that devil music? Is Satan in there? <laughs> if he can fix steps, why doesn't he yeah. do that kind of stuff more and actually make money? I think it's, there's not a big demand, I think. I don't know. I think he's because he's a fucking lazy hooligan. How about that? Well, my biggest question, even more so, is how does a kid break steps? Because he's like, I'm the one that broke them. Like, what were you, what were you doing <laughs> over there? First of all, he just watched a he just watched a Jackie Chan movie. <laughs> I guess was it like wrestling? Like we were playing WrestleMania over at the neighbor's porch. Like, what were you doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, this little cushion your fall watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit we broke him run run I'm gonna get a hold of you in a couple days to come fix him okay <laughs> I'm, I'm well I'm not gonna call your mom but I'll walk over there and talk to her <laughs> scene six we cut to inside the store and the river bottom gang have all jumped on instruments and are playing a rock song 
The saleswoman is shrieking and trying to get them to stop. She says, ah, I can't believe what's happening in my music store. <laughs> music is People being are played. playing music in my music store. <laughs> These are potential customers playing my <laughs> stuff that is for sale. These are admiring may or may instruments, not, not musical instruments. <laughs> Back outside, Emmett asks, who are they, Ma? Ma says, beats me. Hooligans is what they are. Mm-hmm. Probably the same as those river bottom boys. Oh, shit. <laughs> then all of a sudden, we hear something break inside, and then a kick drum rolls outside onto the sidewalk next to Mon Emmett. 223 times. <laughs> <laughs> the saleswoman shouts, now see what you've done. The river bottom gang come walking out of the store, making all kinds of racket. The toad picks up the kick drum and hands it to the saleswoman. He says, here you go. It ain't even hurt. If you didn't want these things to roll, you should have made them square. (laughs) And then he walks away like a motherfucking boss. (laughs) Not not really. Like a gangster. The gang all begin to laugh at Toad's joke, but then Chuck shuts that shit down quick as he says, hey. They all stop laughing as the weasel asks, yeah, Chuck? Chuck says, up your nose with a rubber hose. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> or however you did it. The, we- <laughs> the weasel announces, hey, everybody, Chuck's hungry. Chuck says, no, I'm not hungry. I'm hungry now. <laughs> The gang all run to the car and off they go, leaving Ma and Emmett just looking at each other. Hmm. Like, sorry, doctor. Doctor, sorry, doctor. <laughs> yeah, I was really like, why, why would the shop owner have a problem with potential customers playing instruments? I mean, <laughs> I, mean I mean, I don't know. They're in their store. I don't know. I just didn't get it. Well, I mean, like, like Ma even knows, like, what's that racket? See, it drew attention to the music store. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Hmm. Um, do they not have police in this town? Like, why is this gang able to run around and do this kind of shit? And not, <laughs> nobody ever says anything. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. It's one of those towns where the only policing you get is them shaking their heads. Like, scene, I said, back on the river, Ma and Emmett head back for home. Ma says, Ooh, getting colder every day now. <laughs> Emmett says, yeah, we'll be walking the river soon. Mods and skating on it. Oh, Emmett says, gotta expect cold weather. It's just a few days before Christmas. Ma, who's being a Grinch, says, don't talk about Christmas all the time. There's no point, is there? We don't have enough for regular days. Emmett says, sorry. And he continues to row. And then it's like awkward, like daddy hit mom at the dinner table. (laughs) Sorry, I know I shouldn't be excited about Christmas. I mean, I'm only a kid and all. God. (laughs) Three days for Christmas. What? Shut your whore mouth about this Christmas. <laughs> because of you, I burned that bitch's laundry. <laughs> You're running around the house yelling damn Christmas all the time. That's what you should ask Santa for some fucking skill on how to iron. <laughs> After a moment of thought, Emmett says, I remember the last Christmas before Pa died. Ma says, God damn it. Are you fucking with me? For the love of God! <laughs> <laughs> Did 
Did I just fucking say not to mention Christmas? What's the next thing out of your mouth? <laughs> fucking Christmas. <clears throat> oh, and you want to talk about Pa again? Jesus. <laughs> oh, Emmett. Emmett goes on. I remember decorating the Christmas branch and Pa sang and you played that old piano we had. Mom begins to reminisce and says, I remember all right. Selling that old piano was one of the saddest things I ever had to do. Emmett asks, what about bearing dad? (laughs) (laughs) Emmett says, seems like we sold just about everything last couple of years. Ma jokes. (laughs) She says, about all I got is a sense of humor and a wash tub. Emmett trying to say, say you. (laughs) Emmett trying to segue into a song says, well, at least there ain't no hole in the wash tub. Ma takes the bait and says, oh, there ain't no hole in the washtub. That's what you call your basic keeping warm while you're rowing home kind of song. Emmett says, I'm a rowing. Where's the singing? (laughs) Ma and Emmett begin to sing a folk song about how life is good as long as there ain't no hole in the washtub. Head full of good thoughts, belly full of grub, money in your pocket when there ain't no hole in the washtub. As they sing and row down the river, they happen upon Emmett's friend Wendell, who is still fishing on the dock. He's been there all fucking day. Like the sun's going down. Anyway. That's because he's a prick. Get it? (laughs) 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 He pulls up his fishing line, and at the end is an old shoe. Wendell shouts, Hey, Emmett, look what I caught. Emmett shouts back, Ah, good catch, Wendell. Wendell says, yeah, they're really biting today. (laughs) As they continue the song and row down the river, they pass by Doc Bullfrog standing outside his restaurant. He waves at the pair and dances to their tune. He says to himself, there go two of the nicest folk on the river. (laughs) Mom Emmett sing until the sun goes down on the cold wintry day. Hmm. I mean, seriously, how dare a kid think about Christmas? Like, damn, that's fucked up. Like, how could you think about Christmas three days before Christmas? Come on. Why is he so selfish? And and it wasn't like he was like, you know what else you can get me? And I want this for He was yeah. just saying, hey, he was mentioning weather and the date is all he was talking about. <laughs> she like, she kind of sounds like mouth. my mom when it came to that kind of stuff. <laughs> she kind of sounds like my mom when we came, because my mom would say things like, we can't afford Christmas. Like, well, hold on. You don't have to pay for a holiday. Everybody gets the holiday. <laughs> you don't pay for Christmas. Yeah, but we can't buy gifts. Who cares? You always get me a watch anyway, so who gives a shit, right? Like, you always go to Walmart and get one of those $6.99 watches, and you give it to me acting like I needed a watch. I've got, like, fucking 14 watches in my dresser drawer that I don't wear. <laughs> <sighs> no offense. That music is horrible. Like, bad. It's a, it's a just folk music. That's all. It sounds like, it sounds like John Denver 
but, <laughs> but like really bad, like a bad version of John Denver. The music is actually really good. And I don't mean like I love the songs. The music, like compositions are good and the lyrics are funny or whatever. Like there's nothing, not that I just don't think you like folk music or, no, you know, no, it's too close to country. I'm like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> um, was that the WB frog? <laughs> no, it looked like him. <laughs> hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, yeah, that's right what it looked like. WB. All right, so this is where we take our next break. Already? Yeah, so Christmas is just around the corner. Don't tell Ma I said that. <laughs> Ma and Emma don't have much but each other. Will they find a way to have a good Christmas? Will Gretchen Fox pay early? Will they make out like they said they were going to? <laughs> we'll be back. Hey, movie fans. Have you ever wanted just one more adventure from your favorite film heroes? Ever imagined an alternate entry in your favorite movie franchise that didn't suck? Then Sequel Quest is the podcast to make your wildest cinematic fantasies come true. Every episode, Adam, Jeff, and Jeremy pitch imaginary sequels, prequels, and reboots to your favorite movie franchises like E.T. the Extraterrestrial, cult classics like Surf Ninjas and the Monster Squad, famous flops like Jupiter Ascending, how about a third Tim Burton Batman film or getting back on the ice with the Mighty Ducks? With over 100 episodes in our archives, you'll definitely find a favorite as the SQ crew reminisce about the films and find creative, cool, and wacky ways to continue the fun on the silver screen. Sequel Quest is presented by the Retro Network and can be found on any of your favorite podcast apps. Just search Sequel Quest and prepare yourselves for fake movie fun at its finest. Doggy, that was that was, that was an interesting break. I mean, yeah. you really didn't have to go through and sing those songs again. I don't feel any differently about them now than I did when I heard them when I watched it. But hmm. you know, it's nice to know that you know them and the impersonations were good too. Thank you. Yeah, why don't you do I it for everybody? Them. I think everybody wants to hear it. When the mountain touches the <laughs> valley, <laughs> I know them all. That, that ain't how you did it. <laughs> If you look to the good side, falling down the free ride, slipping and sliding in the mud. Um, I'm not going to sing a song you haven't heard yet because, you know, oh, okay. there's some good songs later, too. Okay. Um, so today, as we record this, is uh, Black Friday or African American Friday, if you don't want to be racist. <laughs> um, do you, do you, did you go out shopping today? You, do you ever Do you ever do that kind of stuff? You know, I've only been Black Friday shopping once. And uh, <clears throat> that was enough? No, it wasn't anything like that. It was just that I've always been, had to work because I worked retail a lot. And so I've always had to work on Black Fridays. Um, 
And then finally I had a, I was actually not working retail anymore. So I was like, holy shit, I'm actually off on a Black Friday. Right. Let's see how these good deals are. But you always see the horror stories about, you know, people piling in and getting hurt and being ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But apparently we've fixed all that now. <laughs> it's not <laughs> like that anymore. And um, a lot of times you I get remember, a ticket. So. Well, now they extend it too. Plus, you know, they're yeah. like Black Friday lasts all weekend or, you know, whatever. That is, yeah, and that is something, a trend that's that I really think is kind of cool is because they used to, for a while, if you remember stuff like Best Buy and Target and all, they would open, opening at 1 a.m. on Black Friday yeah. or whatever, which is kind of sad for the people that have to work there because, yeah, you're off Thanksgiving, but you got to go to bed at like freaking seven o'clock. It's going to be at work at one. Like, it's stupid. Yeah. So I'm glad to see that one store finally put their foot down and said, you know what? We're not doing this. You know, we're, we're closed yeah. black uh, Thursday. We'll open Friday at our normal time. And then another store was like, yeah, you know, we shouldn't be doing that. So it's, that's a trend that I kind of appreciate. And they extend it to like through the whole weekend or something. So it's not all crazy. And, yeah. and so one year there's something specific I wanted and, and Walmart had a good deal on the thing I was looking for. And right. then I was like, well, let's do this. So, you know, I was heading to Walmart expecting to be like all crazy and like, you know, mm-hmm. and then it was just like a normal day at, Walmart. I was like, I thought there used to be craziness, but I guess it's all stopped. And I was like, well, the thing I'm here for, because it wasn't like this was like 9 a.m. when they opened. This was like in the afternoon, you know. Right. I was like, I wonder if they still have the thing I'm looking for. And so I walk around for a few minutes, then I see a bin that says, here, Tech, here's the thing you came to look for uh-huh. in our Black Friday deal. And I was like, oh, shit. So I walk over, turn up, there was plenty in there hmm. and the deal was still really good. And I grabbed wow. the one I wanted and I went to check out and was in and out in like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. And huh. I was like, what's the, man, what are they talking about? This Black Friday craziness. They're full of yeah. shit, man. I was looking <laughs> um, last night on, on Black, on um, Amazon for Black Friday stuff. Yeah. And I was kind of disappointed. I shouldn't be, obviously, but. The first seven things I looked for, I could find cheaper either somewhere else or on Amazon itself. Like one of them, I was just picking random things. And one of them was a pair of Beats headphones. They were like on sale, 40% off. They were $199. But every other website I look at, that's how much they are. They're they're $199. They're not three something like they were saying. They're $199. Hmm. Um. One of them was another pair of Beats headphones. They were one sixty-five Black Friday, thirty percent off or whatever. Mm. So I go on to Safari and I and I Google it, and it points me to an Amazon listing for one fifty-nine. <laughs> so it's cheaper than a Black Friday one, and it does. It's not part of Black Friday. It's just that's just how much it is. So I was mm. I was kind of disappointed. It, it, it took took seven tries, and by the eighth one. I finally found something where Amazon was the cheapest place to buy it. And I found two other stores that were trying to sell it for what Amazon claimed was the retail price. So, and that was the metal detector I ended up buying. But so I was, I was kind of disappointed. So did you get beats headphones? No, I already have a pair. They're awful. They're terrible. Um, no, but I was I have just a pair too. Well, do you have the, yeah, you have the, are those the ones you're wearing. No, oh. because the ones I have, uh, they broke. <laughs> are they over the ear or on ear? Over the ear? Over the, yeah, see, mine are on ear, and they're horrible. They're so uncomfortable. What's the difference? One of them sits on your ears just like yours is, or how it looks, and the other one go over your ears like mine. Anyways, sound like a couple of nerds. 
<laughs> hey, what kind of headphones you have? <laughs> know, let me push my glasses up and take a look. <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, I was a little deflated. I was kind of disappointed, you know, that that the Black Friday deals aren't what they say. Because some of them were claiming, ooh, 65% off. And then you find out that's that's just the price that it they sell it at. That's, that's nothing special. Hmm. So. Well, yeah. well, not all Black Friday deals are real wrong like that <laughs> no, i'm yeah. saying some of them are actually really good deals yeah yeah that's true all right so uh you ready to get back in i am ready to get back into this all right so when we left off my and Emmett aren't doing so well as far as finances go Uh-oh. they each have odd jobs they do to try to make ends meet well i don't know Meanwhile, doing laundry isn't odd i don't think that's strange at all well, she does odd jobs, meaning it's I a know, lot of different stuff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, see, if you look on Webster's Dictionary. Like, okay. <laughs> Let me push my glasses up. <laughs> Meanwhile, a gang of hooligans roam the area wreaking havoc on the nearby towns. Oh, shit. I know. Let's get back into it. Scene eight. The next morning, fresh snow has fallen. Emmett walks out of his house and says, oh, boy. It's cold this morning. Wow, the river's frozen up solid. Emmett steps off the porch and walks to the wood pile. He says, boy, Ma'll be needing a mess of wood today. As he begins to gather wood, Wendell comes running up saying, hey, Emmett. Emmett says, morning, Wendell. Wendell says, guess what? Old lady possum will give me 50 cents if I mend her fence. Emmett says, that's gross. Uh, Emmett says 50 cents good deal Wendell trying to pass a hint says yeah but I don't have any tools (laughs) I guess I gotta tell her no (laughs) why would you take a job without tools Wendell you fucking moron (laughs) Emmett says well I've got the tools in my puzzle tool chest Wendell says, hey, if you could help, maybe we could split the money. Emmett, all excited, says, sure thing. I'll be right with you. After Emmett leaves, Wendell says, good. Now, let's see. Um, Half of 50 cents. Half of 50 cents. Not to be confused with 50 cent. That's that's a rapper. <laughs> that's something else. <laughs> You know, Ma and Emmett are supposed to look poor, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And you've seen like the other little tiny shacks around the area. That they yeah. look like outhouses and shit. Yeah. But then when you see their house, it's like huge. It's like on the scene. <laughs> I don't know. It's just yeah. like, I thought they were supposed to be poor, but okay. <laughs> They're the biggest house in the area, it looks like. <laughs> Does Emmett not go to school? I don't know. This maybe. Well, I was going to say, maybe it's the summertime. Well, uh, I mean, obviously, not. Wendell doesn't go to school. <laughs> <laughs> if he does, he didn't go to math. But does Emmett not go to school? He just seems to be home all the time. He never goes to school. I don't know. Maybe it's one of them times where you don't... I don't, I don't even know what century we're in here. Uh, yeah, that's true. I don't know. Scene nine. Ooh. As Emmett runs up to the house, Ma's friend, Miss Muskrat, walks up. Emmett says, oh, morning, Miss Muskrat. Miss Muskrat says, morning, Emmett. Is your ma home? <laughs> Emmett, while holding the firewood, says, she sure is. Miss Muskrat says, oh, hey, let me get the door for you. Emmett says, thank you. As they walk into the house, Emmett shouts for some strange reason, <laughs> company, ma. 
Ma looks over and sees Miss Muskrat walk in. She says, Hetty, come in, come in. Hetty says, oh, don't fuss, Alice. I'm just here to use the spinning wheel you keep borrowing from me. <laughs> and she just looks at her and then points to her crotch. <laughs> Ma says, sit down. Mercy, I don't even have water on for tea. As Emmett drops the wood off at the fireplace, he says, Ma, me and Wendell got a job. Real money this time. See ya. As Emmett rushes out the door, Ma shouts, Watch for thin ice along the riverbank. Emmett shouts, Okay, bye, Ma, and slams the door shut. Mm. Ma says, Whoa, can that boy move fast? This part always cracked me up. As Ma is holding her teapot, she says, Now, where did I put that teapot? <laughs> she starts looking around. <laughs> I've done that. There's been so many times where I'm talking on the phone looking for my phone. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> homegirl trying to steal her spinning wheel. Oh, shit. Yeah, right? She's, She's like, like, I just I wanted man. to use that spinning wheel. No, tea? Yeah, you want a tea, right? Yeah, t- let me get some tea. Like, no, let's talk about her spinning wheel. She don't want tea right now. Um, why can't Emma just like make her one? He's supposed to be so good at working with stuff, right? <laughs> I guess. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, she's a uh, muskrat like dropping them in. Hell yeah. Just <laughs> came over to borrow the spinning wheel, you know, use it, you know, because you have it. You've had it for like a year now. And I just bought it. Like I only had it for like a week <laughs> and you borrowed it and you've had it for like a year. Is it okay if I come over and use it? Is that Can, cool? Do you mind if I, just... I borrow my spinning wheel? <laughs> like, do you, right? do you, hey, do you mind if I borrow your spinning wheel? Oh, you mean your spinning wheel? That's right. My spinning wheel. Yes. So you do know. Okay. <laughs> you do remember. You remember like, like I didn't buy that for you. Like, you know that, right? That's not our spinning wheel. That's my spinning wheel. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Good times. Scene 10. As Emmett and Wendell walk along the river to old lady possum's house, Wendell asks, are you going to enter? Emmett asks, and her what? That's Wendell gross. says, Miss Possum. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Possum, that's where we're going. <laughs> she might give us 75 cents. But are you going to pull out? or <laughs> you leave no. it in? Wendell says, the contest. And it says, oh, I don't know about any contest. Wendell says, golly, it's a talent contest at the town hall on Christmas Eve. Emmett says, no kidding. Wendell goes on and first prize is $50. Hmm. Emmett stops and repeats, $50. (laughs) 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 We quickly cut back to Ma and Miss Muskrat, where Ma was obviously being notified about the contest as well. Ma remarks, that's a lot of money, Hetty. Hetty, while using this, while using her spinning wheel in Ma's living room, <laughs> funny how that works. <laughs> but she fucking lent Pa just nods, or Ma. Um, <laughs> what? I call her Pa. <laughs> Let me correct. Hetty, while using the spinning wheel that she lent Ma, just nods. <laughs> Ma says, are you sure you got that right? Hetty says, $50. Cash and she pulls out a switchblade <laughs> comb. <laughs> That's the prize. Ma remarks again, a lot of money. 
Hetty says, I thought you might be interested, Alice. You do have a mighty fine singing voice. While Ma stirs her tea, she says, hmm, anybody'd be interested in $50. Cutting back to Emmett and Wendell, Wendell asks, hey, why don't you enter, Emmett? You're a good singer. Emmett says, are you kidding? I couldn't get up there and sing all by myself. It'd be embarrassing. Well, that's because you suck, Emmett. <laughs> he, he sounds like... <laughs> I'm talking about Wendell. Do you know yeah. who Hugo the Abominable Snowman is? H-U-G-O. Is that from like... Some Looney Christmas stuff? Oh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is, this <laughs> one, is that the one where he's like... I hug him and squeeze him and call him George. <laughs> That's who Wendell sounds like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if this town is so poor, where the hell did they get $50 just to give away because of a talent contest? Well, I don't think the town's poor. Oh, okay. I think some of the town's people are, but hmm. you'll see later in the second half, like where all the ritzy people, like if you look at Gretchen Fox, like she's rich. She's actually mayor. mayor she's actually married to the mayor. Oh, shit. I know. Nobody in real life is married to the mayor attack. <laughs> Get out of here. Right. That doesn't really happen. Like, you know, anybody's married to the mayor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Scene 11. Just then, the two boys run into their pals, Harvey and Charlie. Emmett says, Hi, Harvey. Hi, Charlie. Harvey says, Hey, Emma. <laughs> hey, Wendell. Listen, you two are just who we've been looking for. Charlie says, you bet. Emmett asks, what's up, Harvey? Harvey says, well, you know about the Waterville Talent Contest. Wendell says, sure, everybody's heard of that. Right, Emmett? <laughs> <laughs> and Emmett's like, yeah. She was stupid. I'm like, I heard of it again. <laughs> Harvey goes on. Well, you see, Charlie and me were just talking about what we should do is organize a jug band. Charlie says, yeah. Wouldn't that be swell? Harvey says, mm-hmm. you see, I play kazoo and washboard, and Charlie here plays a good cigar box banjo. Charlie says, I really do, uh, my ma says. <laughs> Harvey says, mm-hmm, so all we need is a couple of other guys to fill out the band. Wendell asks, well, how come us? Harvey says, well, see, you can blow a jug, Wendell. Mm. Charlie says, yeah, lucky jug. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wendell says, yeah, hey, this is a good idea, Emmett. Emmett says, well, maybe, but what would I play? Harvey says, what else? Well, you get to play washed up bass. Emmett says, why me? Harvey says, because your ma's got the washed tub. Emmett says, oh, no, forget it. Count me out. I'm not in your band, and that's final. The group collectively goes, oh. <laughs> Wendell asks, come on, why not, Emmett? Emmett says, because to make a washtub bass, you got to put a hole in the washtub. Hmm. And did you not hear the song we sang earlier? We literally <laughs> rode past you when we were singing. <laughs> Back at the house, Ma is doing laundry for clients and actually using the washtub. As she rubs the garment up and down along oh, her washboard, she says, hmm. <laughs> I don't even have a proper costume. Hetty, I can't possibly enter that contest. Hetty says, you're right, Alice. Forget the whole thing. <laughs> Ma slams the garment into the water and says, huh, Hetty Muskrat. 
You stop trying to sweet talk me into this. <laughs> Hetty just, I don't know if you notice this, but Hetty just looks at her completely dumbfounded <laughs> and just stares at her. <laughs> it's hilarious. <clears throat> I use, I, I actually have a wash tub. I use it as a fire pit. So anybody out there That's looking fun. for a fire pit, because I mean, yeah, you can go out and buy a nice fire pit, but at the end of the day, it sits outside all the time. It gets rusted, but they sell wash, um, um, wash tubs, just like she has. They sell them at Lowe's. I got mine for like 25 bucks. It's not huge, but I didn't want one that huge, but yeah, it makes a great yeah. fire pit. There you mm. go. I think, um, over at stepmoms, they'll probably correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I want to say it's like a big black like iron cauldron they use as a fire pit oh well what a lot of people do is they sell these big like metal rings and you put it on the ground and you put bricks and stuff around it that's what a lot of people do yeah yeah but yeah yeah i've helped we didn't want a huge fire pit for his yard yeah we didn't want anything huge so that's what we use yeah i can't wait till i get my own fire pit one day Mm. yep down here in florida we don't get to use it a whole lot (laughs) yeah but that's all right scene 12 now at old lady possum's house emmett and wendell work on the fence emmett says this is the fence we're supposed to mend wendell says well yeah emmett says that's not repairing that's rebuilding (laughs) old lady possum while standing on her porch watching the boys ew shouts don't just stand Hmm. around boys You've got to work. Yeah. <laughs> You've got work to do. The boys just sigh and get back to work. Back at the house, while Ma continues to do laundry, she thinks to herself, just once, I'd like to give a fine store-bought present to Emmett for Christmas. And with $50. Back at the fence, as he works, Emmett thinks to himself, I've never given Ma a nice Christmas present. Never gave one to Pa either. And now it's too late. Harvey says $50 split four ways is $12.50. A lot of money. Back to Ma, as she hangs laundry on a line, she thinks to herself, that guitar we saw in town, the one with the mother of pearl inlays, the one in the window of the store, <laughs> the one that had the strings you on it. You remember self? Do you remember that self? The one with the hole in the center of it for the sound to come out, that one. <laughs> I love how she reminds herself. Remember the one that you saw earlier? And then he's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Emmett really wants it. And he wants me to give it to him. <laughs> back to the future. Yeah. Uh, back to Emmett as he heads back home along the river, he thinks to himself, I can't buy a piano for twelve dollars and fifty cents anyways. But you could put a down payment on a used one. Back to Ma as she rolls Pido out, she thinks. But if I do enter, I've got to have a costume. And to buy a costume, I'd have to hawk something. There's nothing left to hawk. Of course, there's Pa's old tool chest. But Emmett uses that for odd jobs. Back to Emmett as he cuts down the annual Christmas branch. He thinks to himself, we would make a good jug band. But to put a hole in Ma's wash tub? Mm. Back to Ma as she pulls a pie out of the oven, she thinks... He sure would like that guitar. She must be talking about me. (laughs) Back to Emmett, he thinks nothing would make her happier than having a good old piano again. Ma thinks to herself, I don't know. Emmett thinks, I just can't decide. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be like, uh, 
And once I saw that fence, I'd be like, yeah, dude, you're on your own, man. <laughs> Tell you what, I'm going to I'm gonna charge you 25 cents to borrow my tools. How about that? So, um, <laughs> yeah, you're on your own. I'll be at home. Bring my tools back. Um, and also, I'm, I'm, I'm positive their credit with as much as they make is good enough to finance a piano. I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> it's a shame they don't, uh, that the, that Emmett and his mod don't like talk to each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like what? Like communicate all this. So they're not just by themselves thinking, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because any well, I mean, one of supposed these to be for a surprise for Christmas. So, right. But I mean, um, but any, any one of these decisions, either one of them is going to affect the whole family. Mm-hmm. So he, just as much as her, I feel like they should kind of team up and say, Hey, listen, I have this opportunity, <laughs> but I have to use your wash tub, put a hole in it. We could easily put a screw in it with some silicone and it would never leak. And I could take that <laughs> screw back out when I wanted to do the jug bin, but I guess that's a whole avenue they didn't want to explore. Um, and have her in turn say, well, I also have an opportunity, but I'd have to get rid of all the tools. See, and then, you know, this wouldn't be two episodes for us. It'd be one. <laughs> but then when you think about it, it's like, well, but if you sell the tools, then I can't like fix the hole and, and all that. And then it's like, what if she like sold the tools, right? right. And he put a hole in the wash tub and then she buys him, she wins a contest or whatever, and then buys him the guitar. She's like, I bought you a fucking guitar. And he's like, bitch, I play wash tub bass. I don't fucking play guitar. She's like, since when? Like, uh, since the other day, <laughs> like, I don't want to, I don't want a guitar anymore. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Cool. <laughs> oh. Looks like our business is done now. Like, what are they planning on doing? Like he's going to put a hole in how she makes money <laughs> and she's going to sell shit to how he makes money for what? Like a toy. <laughs> That's true. I yeah. mean, they're, they're this destitute. Like, no, we need a fucking guitar and a piano in the house right. more than we need to make more money. Why not take that $40 and invest it in something? Like a <laughs> fucking spinning wheel. <laughs> <laughs> How about that, Ma? Why would she just borrow hitties? Exactly. <laughs> she already <yeah>. got one. Scene <laughs> 13. Back at the house, Emmett walks in with the Christmas branch as he says, Mom, home. I cut the Christmas branch. Ma says, Oh, I see you did. Emmett says, Well, after all, tomorrow's Christmas Eve. Please don't get mad. Sorry. <laughs> and, and even if we don't have presents, at least we can have the branch. As he puts it on the table, Ma says, Oh, it's a nice one, Emmett. Emmett says, Just like Pa used to bring home. Ma says, Yep. Every year he'd go out vowing he was going to bring home a real whole Christmas tree, but he never had the heart to do it. Oh. Emmett says, yeah. And every year he'd say, because I didn't cut it down, the rest of that tree will still be alive in a hundred years. <laughs> Ma just laughs and says, you know, sometimes you even sound like your pa. Ma goes on. And uh, when the light hits you just right, sweetie. You sometimes even look like your pa. You know? Maybe if it's cold tonight. Maybe I can tuck you in a little early tonight. Or maybe, just maybe, 
You can sit by the fire. And maybe... Dude. Dude. Huh? You really like this movie, don't you? <laughs> what? No. What? I mean, it's... Well, you really like Ma, one of the two. <laughs> but he, I just was saying, you know, like, he probably looks like his dad, probably. I mean... Mm. Okay. Do you ever whisper, I'm Paul, when you watch this? I'm just curious. Emmett asks, Ma, hmm. do you suppose it'd be safe to use Pa's slide now? Ma says, oh, I shouldn't think so. The ice must be solid by this time. Race you to her. <laughs> As Ma runs out the door, Emmett shouts, hey, wait for me now. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> And then he knocks her down, <laughs> <laughs> grabs her ankle and trips her. Ha! <laughs> I kind of look like the Charlie Brown Christmas tree a little bit. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I've killed <clears throat> it. <laughs> That's funny. Scene 14. Now at pause slide. Emmett sits at the top. He announces first slide of the year. Whoopee. <laughs> Emmett then slides down a hill and onto the frozen river. Once at the bottom, he sits up and says, wow, I forgot how much fun that is. Ma laughs as she sits at the top and shouts, well, stand back. It's my turn. Ma now slides down the hill and onto the frozen river and bumps into Emmett. They both just laugh. <laughs> Emmett says, wow, isn't that great? Ma says, it's good enough. God. Emmett <laughs> says, good enough for what? Ma says, good enough to do it again. <laughs> they both just laugh and laugh and race back up the hill. Ma reaches the top first and she says, watch Emmett. It's my turn again. Ma slides down the slide and laughs maniacally the whole way down. <laughs> Once at the bottom, Ma laughs so hard, she falls back and rolls onto the ice. <laughs> Emmett runs to the top and slides down and runs right into Ma's crotch. <laughs> she did. He did. They both just laugh some more. Once the laughing subsides, Emmett says, Oh boy, that old slide is just about the best thing Pa ever built. Not the house, <laughs> not anything like that. The slide that you can only use a couple months out of the year. Ma, still laughing, says, Yeah, he may not have left us much, but that old slide is just about enough. Emmett says, Gee, I think he left us a lot. Ma said. That <laughs> <laughs> just cracks me up. His mom's like, yeah, he didn't leave us hardly shit. And he's like, well, I kind of feel like he did, mom. I'm like, Jesus, I really? Like the, I feel like he did the best he could under the circumstances <laughs> while you sat at home not doing anything and now you're in a position where we don't have any money because you refuse to work. So I think he left us a lot, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Ma says, well, he left what he could. Ma thinks for a second and then says, hmm. Paul used to say, a person's got to take some chances or life will never come to nothing. Emma says, he took his chance on snake oil. Ma says, fact that it didn't come to much hardly matters. Ma now thinks to herself, Paul would hawk the tool chest. Emmett thinks to himself, Paul would put a hole in the wash tub. <laughs> As Ma gets to her feet, Emmett asks, Ma, remember Pa's favorite song? Jesus. Ma and Emmett now, <laughs> Ma and Emmett now begin to sing another fucking song. When the river meets the sea. 
Paul's favorite song. You know, a nice folk song about death. <laughs> the mountain touches the valley. All the clouds are taught to fly. Thus our souls shall leave this land most peacefully. Though our minds be filled with questions, in our hearts we'll understand. When the river dry and barren sand we are born and born again most gracefully thus the winds of time shall take us with a sure and steady hand when the river This is actually the best song in the whole thing. <laughs> I love it. Um, but it, well, this part always made me laugh when I was a kid growing up, even now, just because it was a lot of mixture of like puppets mixed with marionettes. <laughs> so yeah. just watching them sit up and like try to run with their little legs. <laughs> it just looks so fucking funny. And the, especially the part where uh, like where Ma like falls backwards on the ground and yeah. rolls back and forth from laughing. Holy crap. It just looks laugh. like a, it looks like they threw a doll down. <laughs> it looks like a doll's just laying there. You know what I mean? It's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but it's kind of cool that that Paul made a slide out of a garbage bag. That's kind of neat. <laughs> um, <laughs> what did Paul die from? I don't know. They didn't say. Hmm. Yeah, and this is where I said, why don't they have a dam <laughs> water? <laughs> 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 they're not but, beavers <laughs> but please please make them stop singing is there like a version of this that doesn't have the singing that you just i mean i guess you can edit all that out but it's kind of like my fair lady versus uh what is it the um oh what the fuck is it we had to read it in high school the the matchmaker no that's a hello dolly oh um, yeah that's right pin oh my god i gotta look it up now it's gonna bug the shit out of me Pinwheel, pinwheel, spinning around. You remember that? No. Oh. <laughs> Pygmalion. I knew it was a P. Oh. I knew I started with an S, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, Pygmalion. It's yeah. Is there a version of this like that? <laughs> um, no. Damn it. Well, it's called Gift of the Magi. <laughs> I just want to read the book. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the movie uh, uh, Lost Machina. Have you seen that? Yes. That's... Um, the Tempest from Shakespeare. That's mm. literally what that story is. Mm. Mm-hmm. Scene 15. The next morning, Emmett gets out of bed. He gets a note for his ma and leaves it on the table. The note reads, Dear Ma, I'll be gone all day and I'll explain about the wash tub when I see you late tonight. Love, Emmett. Lying next to Emmett's note is a note from his ma. Her note reads, Dear Emmett, I'll be home late tonight. I met a man and <laughs> don't, don't wait up. Just go to bed. 
<laughs> just go to bed. And if you hear some noises later when you're sleeping, just know that I'm okay. I'm very I, there's okay. there's something I got to fix in my room. So if you hear banging, it's just it's just a hammer, and I'm fixing something on the wall. I mean, on my bed. <laughs> and by no means don't think Pa is back because he's not. He's dead. <laughs> Let me remind you and repeat: Pa is dead. Yeah. Okay. So it's almost Christmas. We have no money, no presents. Pa is dead, and I'm out with another man. <laughs> And, and I'm because it's so close to Christmas, I'm, I'm going to be doing some praying. So if you hear me yelling, oh, God, that's just me praying that we have a good Christmas. <laughs> oh, also, P.S., I'll explain about the tool chest when I see you. <laughs> <laughs> Love, Ma. It was a really yeah. long note. Oh, if you yeah, it was. Yeah. 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 Emmett walks outside with the wash tub. He sets it down on the ground upside down. He takes a nail and a stick to use as a hammer because, you know, he doesn't have any tools anymore. Oh, and yeah, then slams true. the nail through the wash tub to build himself a wash tub base. Hmm. That melody from the song was Amazing Grace. Like if you listen to the, the orchestration of it, it was Amazing Grace. It was a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um so neither one <laughs> neither one of them saw each other's note. Like really? I because somebody know. would have had to leave the note first. Well, and the other part, they're like six inches from each other. So at no time did he leave the note and be like, what's this other note? You know what I mean? Like they're still sitting there. Well, he may have seen it, but we don't see that on camera. So oh, maybe, um, but no, she didn't see his cause he was asleep when she left. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, again, why doesn't he just put a nut and a bolt in it so he can seal it back up when he's not using it? I don't know. I mean, it's not like she has water in it for, you know, three weeks or something. You know, sure. Um, <clears throat> Th- that confused me. The stick and the nail confused me. So I guess at this point he knows that his, his tools are gone. <laughs> I guess. Cause I mean, I know, I know Paul had a hammer. He was, u- he was just using it to fix the fence. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, this is where we end this and that's the end of the episode. End of the episode. That was a good one so far. <laughs> All right, so you know what we did here. We had a good time tonight. Remember, we do love these shows. It's all about the good times and the laughs. Yeah, and we would also personally like to thank all of our producers from Patreon. We would like to thank you because it's after Thanksgiving. Mm. Aw. Yeah, and also without you guys, this wouldn't be possible. And of course, we talk about Jenny and Jim every week because they're the ones that get, that first took a chance on us, and we will always appreciate them. So we thank you. Yes, sir. We thank you. Thank you. And we are going to hand out homework assignments. So first one is check out the website at everybodypodcast.com. Do a rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, CastBox, or Audible. Tell two friends about the show. And if you don't have two friends, well, you can, uh, Jimmy. Go pawn your dad's tools and make friends Ah. with the pawn shop guy. There you go. And he probably knows some people. Exactly. Send an email to the show, please. And tell mm-hmm. us how you like or dislike the show at a very Brady podcast at gmail.com. That's right. And join the Facebook group and join the conversation and all the fun at a very Brady Facebook group. If you would like to be a producer, check out Patreon at www.patreon.com slash a very Brady podcast and get access to the after hour show that we oh, do. Shit. Oh shit. It's unscripted. It is intimate. Intimate AF. Relax. And 
commercial free. You won't mm. hear that cheesy commercial that we just did that I won't say the name of because I don't want the sponsor thinking that we're you know talking shit about them. But there's one we <laughs> just did. You know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Check out our Instagram at a very Brady podcast. Follow us on Facebook and get real time updates like I don't know, like how we're doing and if the show and the latest meme that Tech thought was funny, stuff like that. <laughs> Go check out the Retro Network at theretronetwork.com. Check out our shop with our affiliate link at www.averybradypodcast.com slash shop. And check out T-Public Store for merch. Link is in the description of this and every episode. But most importantly... Go check out classic, iconic TV shows. Yes. And Jimmy here is going to tell you what to watch next. Jimmy? On the next episode, we're going to throw a little bit of a curveball. Because <laughs> Tack is actually going to be doing the next episode because yeah. it's Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas Part 2. <laughs> really, Tyler? Really? Well, what did you say last week? The... The randomizer 3000 can be stopped. Yep. Anyways, Tack will be doing Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas Part D. Hmm. That's right. We're going to see our continuation of the story, this exciting story. And Jimmy, it's so funny because you haven't even, you have no idea what's coming up in Part 2. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. But I can tell you what, their clothes are going to be dirty. Do you have any predictions for Part 2? Um, I think they're going to, well, they have to see each other in the talent show, right? Okay. If, they, if, if they're both in the talent show and I think mm-hmm. it's, I think it's going to come down to them two as finalists mm-hmm. and they're going to get really, really super competitive and they're going to fucking hate <laughs> each other and get in arguments. And then he's going to be like, fuck you. I'm moving in with, with Miss Possum. And then he goes down to lose at Miss Possum. And he's like, you're not my real mom. Yeah. <laughs> it's close. You're close. Close. I figured predictable <laughs> <laughs> also this show is available to stream on peacock what's i'm um, sorry i couldn't even hear you for some reason cut out or something p what cock oh cock. Yes. okay mm-hmm. yes that's true that's true yep. so uh unless you have anything else nope that's it all right in that case i have been jimmy and I've been Tack. And this has been a very Brady podcast. And we will see you on another Sunshine Day. Keep smoking. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.